K-Pop Pillow Talk includes graphic content that may not be suitable for children. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to K-Pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. Well, there's a lot of things we can... (laughs) (laughs) There There have been so many comebacks since we last uploaded. We did not upload last week because it was a holiday, uh, Ostara or the spring equinox, and we were just too busy. So, um, happy spring. Happy spring, everyone. (laughs) I think we're in Aries season now. So it's a new astrological year. Um, If you didn't know, now you know. Aries is the first (laughs) one. Um, And the chaos has already begun. Yeah. Um, just like a quick cheat sheet on Aries. Aries, Aries as a sign is great at like leading and like just driving forward with with projects, like starting things and all of that, and just like go go go. You know, fire sign, whatever. Um, so if, if things just feel a little chaotic right now. That's probably why. There's also, like, a gajillion planets in Aquarius and Pisces right now. So to have everything just kind of like an air, water, and fire is a lot. Especially being, like, the two oldest signs along with the youngest sign. It's just there's lots of chaos right now. Yeah. Although I could be wrong. I haven't taken a look at the planets in a couple days. So maybe things have changed, but I'm feeling it. (laughs) I have one Aries placement. (laughs) I actually don't, I don't remember <laughs> if I have any Aries placements. Anyway, um, so the comebacks that have happened. Yes. The ones that we've watched, at least, are the Stray Kids comeback, the Giotto comeback, and the Red Velvet comeback. Um, let's just start with Stray Kids. Yeah. Uh, because we're actually going to be reading Stray Kids today. Um, that's the author who answered me, so mm. that's what we're doing. Um, Maniac. So... I think the progression from what they've been doing with God's Menu, Backdoor, Thunderous, to Maniac tracks completely. Like, yeah. the, it makes sense. I was a little nervous that it was going to be the same hardcore dropping thing, but the the way that they chose the chorus to be like a hardcore drop that drops into just like a simple beat... I loved it. Delicious. I really, really like the dance. I love all the references to different Frankenstein monsters throughout it with the moves. And I love Bang Chan's hair. So that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I oh. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. One last thing. I listened to the album, and I think that um, No Easy and In Life were much better albums, though. I think the title <clears throat> track on this new album is great, but I don't really like the B-sides that much on Ordinary. Not enough to buy the album. I still have to listen to the album, but I agree with what Millie said about the progression of the last few title tracks. It does check out. Um, it didn't hit me as hard as I thought it was going to. I do like the dance, but I don't know. The song just isn't really doing it for me right now. I think I just really am. I think I'm just really burnt out on the on like that kind of like hard-hitting sound and like Millie's right this one isn't as hard-hitting as their other songs but it was still enough for me to just kind of be like yeah I mean it's Stray Kids they look great and like that's about it um also my one of my least favorite things in k-pop is when they just repeat the title of the song in the chorus and Mm. that happens here they say maniac a lot and 
And sometimes it works, but most of the time for me, it doesn't. So um, I do need to listen to the rest of the album, but I almost always agree with what Millie has to say. So um, <laughs> now I would feel in less a rush. Yeah, no, I don't think but. you have to rush to listen to it. Um, it made me feel good because I'm like, whew, don't feel pressure to buy this <laughs> because I don't have an ox in my car. So having mm. K-pop albums is actually very useful. Yeah. <laughs> but I listened to it twice mm. all the way through. And it's not the same as when No Easy, when I listened to No Easy for the first time, yeah. I did not take that CD out of my fucking player for like three weeks straight. She really didn't. And anytime I put it back in, it stays in there for like a week. It is <laughs> held up entirely for me. Um, but I do really like Maniac. Maybe it would be better if they called it Frankenstein. Yeah, maybe that would be better. I don't know. Um, although, I will say, Hyunjin and Red Hair, that is correct. That is <laughs> that is a correct occurrence. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be kept that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, next, G-Idol. G-Idol. Yes. Do you want to start with this one? No. You can. No? Okay. So I really, really love this comeback. Um, I was very nervous because of how disappointing the last few G-Idol comebacks were. But, and I wasn't very excited based on just the concept photos. Like, that. none yeah. of that really appealed to me. I was like, okay, purge core. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, I was just interested to see what they would do. And, you know, pre- Dumdy Dumdy. <laughs> G Idol was on this just run of yeah. amazing tracks that were all going deeper and deeper into hitting topics that Korean public does not like them to talk about. And so I was very proud of them. And when Dumdy Dumdy came out, it was obvious that the public had just slashed their confidence to a point where they couldn't do it anymore. And then they just released some like average comebacks, which was fine, but it's just. It yeah. was dis- it was fine for the meantime, but I was worried that it would keep happening. Luckily, this time it did not. <laughs> with Tomboy, um, I think that, and this pairs in with the Red Velvet comeback, I think that they were jumping on the fact that the 2000s are very, very popular right now as a aesthetic, as, I don't know, nostalgia. Yeah. Like, just all this 2000s stuff has been everywhere in the media, and that's what this comeback is. It's 2000s punk rock. It's Avril Lavigne. Like, I... And because I love that stuff, I was a cognizant kid at that time. Because um, I'm <laughs> 25. Like, sorry, there's people cutting our trees right now, so if you hear large trucks... That's why. That's why. <laughs> um, yeah, so I love that aesthetic so much, so I was really happy with this song. The album is phenomenal. I love it. Um, it just hit everything that I wanted. And then the line where they say, it's neither man nor woman, it's just tomboy. I was like, fucking yes. <laughs> so that's how I feel about G-Idol's comeback. I am actually considering buying the album because I like it that much, which I don't own any G-Idol albums to date. So that would be... That would be that. You also experienced a bias change. I also, sorry, <laughs> true. I also experienced a bias change because Sujin is no longer in G-Idol and she was my bias. So my new bias is Yuki. Woo! <laughs> um, I 
love that it that the comeback wasn't what's happening right now with girl groups. If you recall the last episode when I was screaming about the weekly comeback, mm-hmm. um, I love 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 how this one was different. I love the concept. I love um, most of the lyrics. Um, I think if we're gonna give Soyeon more English raps, I think some more care needs to be put into them mm-hmm. because there was just too many moments where I was like, ah, like yeah, English. Anyway, um, oh, there's also a lot of references in the song, which I liked. Yeah, and I- I'm I'm just like I'm enjoying it, and I can tell it's gonna grow a lot on me. I'm just like not the biggest pop rock kind of girl, um, so like the aesthetic is nice to look at, but the song itself is just kind of like yeah, this is good, but I want I don't see myself being like obsessed with it. I still need to listen to that album. Um, and I will. I was literally going to listen to it today, and then I fell asleep because I'm very <laughs> sleep deprived right now. Um, but yeah, I just love to see them back. I'd like to see them doing something different. Uh, Millie is right; they were giving just some really lackluster comebacks mm-hmm. before that whole break thing happened, and they were off doing their own things. Um, so I'm just happy to see them again, yeah. honestly. Yeah. The sorry, the reference to Queendom, and then the reference to the song "Idol" by BTS in the song, in Soyeon's rap, made me happy. I didn't catch that. (laughs) (laughs) There's the one moment uh, where they say, like, oh, your mom raised you as a prince, but this is an queendom, and they do the queendom move for Red Velvet. And then she says, I love my dance, I love my friends. Which is just, like, (laughs) a direct moment from Idol. Yeah. Um, And I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if Soyeon was friends with Jungkook and we just don't know. <laughs> to be perfectly honest. Yeah. I also really love in the dance. I love all the moves they do with the rock symbol mm-hmm. thing. I don't know what else it's called. <laughs> yeah. With your pointer and pinky up. That <laughs> rock on. Yeah. Rock on. Yeah. I almost said Queendom, mm. but no. Red Velvet's comeback. Feel my rhythm. Correct? Yes. Would you like to take the lead on this one? Sure, I'll take the lead (laughs) on this one. Oh my gosh, y'all. I was waiting for it. Like, I was waiting for something to just grab me by the throat and be like, you're not getting away from K-pop. And I honestly thought I was reaching a point of no return because I saw this TikTok the other day that was just like a compilation of a bunch of fourth-gen boy group songs. Mm. And my head hurt. I was like, I know two songs. And they and the rest of them just sound the same and not in a good way. So I was like, oh, no, maybe I'm just like too old, which kind of sucks because I've barely been here. Like, like what? I don't even know. Not that long. And I honestly thought it was going to be Stray Kids. I thought Stray Kids was going to get me back. And then I thought G-Idol was going to get me back. And I was like, Red Velvet's promising, but also Queendom was promising. And then that was pretty weak for me. Mm. It was pretty mid. Um... But then, then I saw this, and it is everything I love to see. I love classical components being meshed into pop songs. I love the influence of trap. There were a lot of trap beats that were written by black artists in this song and I, and, and throughout the album, which I loved. I love the aesthetic. I love that it was art appreciating art, which is also something I really love. 
Everything about it was so experimental in all the best ways possible. It is exactly, I think, like, G-Idol, like, set it up so amazingly, and then Red Velvet just, like, drove it home with Mm -hmm. just, like, yanking us away from wherever the fuck we were going. Yeah. Um, So I really hope that it carries on throughout the rest of the industry. I think it will, but I don't know. (laughs) I've been disappointed in the past. (laughs) So, and I listened, I did listen to this album. It is phenomenal like Mm. everything is just so good I love it so much and I love that like they really they really wanted to just do something fun and fresh I read like they didn't want to do just a hard-hitting summer song that they're known for they just wanted to just put out art and my oh my was this a masterpiece (laughs) yeah yeah, and I mean, I only saw the music video, so I haven't gone super deep into the comeback. But I will say, I looked at Tay, and I was like, this is it. These, <laughs> like, G-Idol and Red Velvet, they're doing 2000s. Two very different 2000s yeah. aesthetics, but 2000s nonetheless. And I appreciated it, and I think both aesthetics that they chose fit the group. Mm-hmm. This was Red Velvet in their, like, watercolor tie-dye, yeah. like, outfits. I was like, that is 2000s pop. Like, what are you looking like? <laughs> and I was, I'm happy about it, because Red Velvet um, could, or, because Red Velvet is in an older age, I could see a company mishandling that and being like, let's do sexy now. And yeah. they, that's just not really their vibe. So then I'm happy that it was, like, this light-hearted watercolor thing. <laughs> like, that's what I... Watercolor as a feeling, as a look. <laughs> and this is a compliment. I'm not saying, like... Yeah. I'm not saying bad things about that. I just mean it as just, like, clouds. There we go. Like, clouds. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, yeah, I'm ready to listen to the rest of the album. I hope that this does start just, like, an era of girl groups and boy groups doing 2000s aesthetics. Yeah. Just, like, when we had that retro moment... Uh, mm-hmm. was that last year or two years ago now? Two years ago, Dynamite came out twenty twenty. Yeah, so like after Dynamite, when we had all those different retro comebacks, <laughs> yeah. like La Dida and um, Mago, mm-hmm. um, and whatever it was that Super M did, that was a direct copy of Dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like all that stuff. I hope that that carries on because there are so there are so many aesthetics to explore yeah. in every era. Yeah. So why not take the time yeah. instead of putting out. what was happening. (laughs) Yeah, I I really hope that this Red Velvet comeback is enough to, like, get the ball rolling on stuff like that. We Mm -hmm. do still have to take into account that whatever BTS puts out is gonna have a big effect on the industry also, but I'm not worried about that because they put out good quality things and the... The thing, the way it trickles down into the industry, most of the time is really good. I loved La Dida Hago, mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, I'm really excited to see where things will go from here. So I did, I forgot to mention that I had posted a question at some point in the last, like, month where I asked on Spotify, like, hey, what groups do you want to see us read mm. from? And despite the fact that I'm doing a Stray Kids one, or we're doing Stray Kids this week, um... The answers that I got were actually BTS and TXT, which made me laugh (laughs) because I was like, I always feel like I'm talking about them too much and I have to pull back. But the reality is that's what the people want. I'm laughing because they follow us everywhere. 
<laughs> I'll be watching a Western music video, and the autoplay will give me a BTS music video after. Yeah. But the another interesting part is that the people who answer or one of the people who answered it said they would like to see BTS and TXT fix that don't include them in a relationship. I wish we could never do this one, <laughs> but I think about it all the time. And I never even finished it because of how emotional it got towards the end where I just couldn't even handle it. Um, sweeter than sweet. Cannot remember the author right now. But anyway... <laughs> That one doesn't feature any of the BTS members in a relationship, and it does have the reader in it, and the reader's best friend, which I really liked, because it showcased Hoseok in a great way. Mm. Yeah. Nice. So, I will be looking for more BTS stuff and TXT stuff, because that's what everyone wants. (laughs) Yeah. So let's get reading some Stray Kids today. Okay. And it's funny, because... The author is iPurpleTayoung underscore, (laughs) but we're reading their strikings one shots. Um, Yeah, and I'm going to do this one called Bang Han, which is Chisung and Mm -hmm. Bang Chan. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) my brain short-circuited, and I was just going to say Chang Bin, which makes no sense. (laughs) Anyway. Let's go. Chan and Jisung were walking home from their date when it suddenly started to rain. They didn't see the rain coming, so they didn't have an umbrella, but Jisung didn't mind. The younger loved the rain. Me. He started giggling and ran off, leaving his boyfriend. The squirrel-like male ran into a huge (laughs) puddle and jumped into it, soaking his shoes. He continued jumping, not caring if he got wet. Chan was watching the younger. He didn't like the rain, but if he was with Jisung, he wouldn't mind. Chan was still watching until he remembered that Jisung gets sick easily, so he ran to him to get the younger's attention. Sungi, we need to go. You're going to get sick, Chan worried said. Or Chan worriedly said, stopping his boyfriend from jumping. But Chani, it hardly rains in Korea. Please let me play just for today, the rapper begged, giving his boyfriend his puppy eyes. Chan said no. Chan couldn't say no, so he let Jisung play, newing 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 that's not even what it says that's just me (laughs) that's just me and knew that he was going to regret this later time skip chan was right he regretted it a lot he was currently in bed with the younger cuddling with him the rapper was sleeping after he was forced to take medication (sighs) jisung woke up this morning coughing and sneezing his temperature was high and he looked really pale Chan explained to the other members what caused the illness, and they scolded him for being so stupid. (laughs) Chan agreed with them. He was Jisung's boyfriend. He should be protecting him, not getting him sick. Chan stroked the younger's puffy cheeks, smiling softly when the younger snuggled his head into his shoulder. Sungi, I'm really sorry for getting you sick, Chan whispered, not expecting the younger to hear. It wasn't your fault, Chani, Jisung whispered, surprising the older. Remember, I'm the one who begged you to let me play. Chan smiled at the younger. Let's just say it's both of our faults. Jisung agreed and started drawing circles on the Aussie's stomach, knowing it helped the older sleep. He could also feel the older's abs underneath the thin shirt. I love you, Sungi, Chan confessed, slowly drifting to sleep. I love you too, Jisung replied, closing his eyes and letting sleep take him over. And that's it. It was just a short little fluff moment between the two. I love that. Also, I did not know until right now, because obviously I'm not that, I'm not like a... I'm not, like, a stay. I mean, like, I, I, I'm a fan. <laughs> but, like, you know, it takes a lot to be called anything, in my opinion. So yeah. I did not know that 
uh, stays referred to Jisung as like a squirrel like it makes sense. I did know that. <laughs> but at the same time, the eyes are just so puppy. Like, how could you get past that? Hmm. Yeah. Like, my brain thinks puppy. <laughs> really? I'm just like, I looked at him and I was like, squirrel. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> I'm going to do Hyunlix. Um, Felix and Hyunjin. Mm-hmm. Title, thunder. Genre, fluff. Felix is pov. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say pop without you laughing? No. <laughs> Probably Fe- never. Felix is P-O-V. Oh my gosh. Okay. Another bolt of lightning hit the earth. Another shiver going down my spine. If you haven't noticed, I'm terrified of thunder. I don't know why. Tay. Another thunderbolt. Yeah. I hate thunder. I covered... It is so hot in this house. Okay. It's not, though. It is. I covered my body with my thick blanket, hoping it would make the thunder go away, but unfortunately, it didn't. Another one. It was getting too much. The members had gone out, so I couldn't go to any of them. Tears started going down my cheeks, and I soon was sobbing. Hyunjin's pov. Thunder. The weather was horrible tonight. (laughs) I was with the members. We went to go eat some food. I asked Felix if he wanted to come, but he declined, saying that he needs to practice his rap and the dance routine for Miro. My mind was telling me to be somewhere, but I didn't know where. A bad feeling had hit me every time a thunderbolt hit the surface. Guys, I have a bad feeling, I confess. The members looked at me, confused. When another thunderbolt happened, that's when it struck me. Felix. He was terrified of thunder. I shot up from my seat, scaring Sungmin and Jungin, who were beside me. What is it, Jinny? Chan Hyung asked. Felix, I responded. Everyone's eyes widened. Shoot, Chan cursed under his breath. We all <laughs> sat up from our seats and quickly went back to the car. Bang Chan says shit, let's be honest. <laughs> Felix, hold on, I thought. I was growing anxious. I kept trying to call Felix, but he wouldn't pick up. Sungmin had tried to comfort me and tell me that Felix will be fine, but I couldn't listen to him. The only thing filling my brain was Felix. How could I forget? When we finally reached the dorm, I quickly got out of the car and zoomed toward Felix and Sungmin's room. When I busted through the door, the scene in front of me broke my heart. Felix was hiding under his blanket, shivering. I could hear ugly sobs coming through the blanket. I instantly ran towards the bed and slowly lifted the blanket. My heart broke even more. Tears were on Felix's face, his body shivering, eyes shut tight, and a scared look on his face. Aw, the little freckles. I know. (laughs) I sat on the bed and pulled Felix onto my lap. He slowly opened his eyes. When he finally noticed that it was me, he wrapped his arms around my neck and pulled me in for a hug. I rubbed his back and whispered sweet words. When he calmed down, I pulled away and stared at him. You okay now? I asked, worried. He nodded his, he nodded his head. Ginny Young, I want to cuddle. He stuttered. <laughs> I could see him blushing, making me chuckle. Sure, Licks, I said. When we laid down, I wrapped my arms around his waist whilst he wrapped his leg... He ra- whilst he wrapped his arms whilst. around my... I think that's what was messing you up. Whilst? Whilst. Whilst. <laughs> whilst he wrapped his arms around my torso, we tangled our legs together and he slowly fell asleep. I stared at him, his lips slightly parted, his freckles dotted around his soft skin. I moved the hair out of his face. I slowly leaned on his face and kissed his nose. I love you, Felix. Oh, I love you, Felix. <laughs> I quietly whispered. I was about to fall asleep when I heard a quiet but loud enough to hear whisper. I love you too, Ginny. <laughs> I smiled and hugged Felix's small body even tighter. The door opened and Sungmin walked in. Is he okay? 
Yeah, I answered. Well, I'll leave you two lovebirds alone. I'll be in Jongen's room, Sungmin said. Good night. Good night. He closed the door, and soon I was asleep, my heart beating rapidly for the small Aussie beside me. And oi, that's oi, the end. Oi. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that every single time. Oh my gosh. Like, no matter, I'm not even, I'm American. <laughs> But every I'm time, American. every time I read, see the word Aussie, my brain goes, oi, oi, oi. And you know what? That's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm glad. You know what? Pop off. <laughs> well, because what, what do people, what do people say when they think America? Merka? Like, <laughs> like what are they going to do? <laughs> okay. I'm going to do this three racha one. Because every time I read it, I think like, <laughs> like something really aggressive, I just and then I remember sriracha. how small they are. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Three Racha were currently in their studio finishing up some songs. Their group had a comeback soon called Go, and they had to finish up. And, and they had to finish up. Changbin and Chan were writing lyrics. While Changbin realized that Jisung was sleeping, he stopped, which confused the oldest. What's wrong, Binny? Chan said. Sungi's asleep, Changbin quietly whispered. Sungi's asleep, Changbin <laughs> quietly whispered, glancing at the youngest who was behind Chan on the sofa. Chan looked behind him, and when he saw the squirrel like male, he busted an uwu. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> he looks so cute, Chan cooed, walking over to Jisung and placed a blanket on top of him. The three males decided to bring blankets and other stuff to the studio so that if they do stay out late, they can go to sleep or have a small nap when they're tired. Their studio was basically their second home. My baby needs more rest. He hardly gets any sleep, Changbin said, staring at Jisung lovingly. Excuse me? Chan scoffed. Your baby? <laughs> yes, my baby, Changbin smirked. Chan let out a gasp, then glared at the younger male. Pfff. Jisungi is my baby. Get your emo hands off him. The two started bickering loudly, which woke the sleeping male. Hyungs, Jisung whined. I'm both of yours. Now please shush. I'm trying to sleep. Jisung cutely rubbed his eyes, adjusting to the bright light in the room. His blonde hair was sticking out, and his cheeks were puffed out, making him look like an adorable baby. Aw, I'm sorry, baby, Chan apologized. How can we make it up to you? Jisung was thinking for a few seconds before finally speaking. Cuddles! <laughs> Chan and Chengbin smiled at the younger, walking to him. The sofa could be turned into a bed, and that's exactly what Chan did. Chan Bing holding Jisung brighter's... Chang-bin holding Jisung bridal style, who was slowly falling asleep in the older male's arms. When Chan had placed the cushions and blankets onto the sofa bed, Chang-bin gently placed Jisung onto the bed. Chan then laid on the right side of the youngest. Chang-bin turned off the lights and did the same, but on the left side. Good night, young, Chang-bin whispered, his arm laying on Jisung's waist. Good night, Binny, Chan whispered back, slowly dozing off. <laughs> also, the... <laughs> The author at the end of this one has a note, and it's, like, in all caps and bolded, and it says, I'm gonna die! I'm actually gonna die! How dare stray kids kill me like this? <laughs> and it's comeback photos from, um, you know, I'm not entirely sure because I don't know everything, but these are really good concept photos. That was really cute, though. I love, um, group things like that, mm -hmm. like when it's, like, multiple members like I've read it, I've read some rap line things for BTS, and I'm just like, stop. <laughs> because some units and like lines are usually pretty close. Like even, yeah, it's not delusional, <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> like, um, I don't know if y'all ever think about this, but you know how idols have just like 
people make compilations of them doing or like saying one thing over and over again yeah. because they're j- that's just how they are. Have you ever thought about what people would do for you? Yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I just like to think of those things. I just want to know, like, if someone were to make a compilation or, like, an edit of me, what would it look like? Exactly. You know? Like, someone do it. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's also, like, who would they ship you with out yeah. of your friends? Like, this, there, I mean, obviously, then it gets just, like, Actually, more and the, more dangerous. That does happen to me, though. Because, <laughs> um, I don't know if, we, I'm pretty sure we have mentioned this before, but Millie and I do have a YouTube channel, like, in real life and stuff. Um, and I post a lot of vlogs with my right. best friend, and um, my best friend's a guy. And mm-hmm. so I, we always get comments like, you two are so cute, have a fun date night. And it's like, um, <laughs> We're no. just chilling. I literally have a girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And her best friend's just like, shrugging. She's <laughs> <laughs> like, eh. <laughs> so I'm going to do this one called Changbin-centric. Hmm. And it was a request by one of their followers, I guess. <laughs> right. The members were watching a movie that Jisung picked, Frozen 2. There were many complaints, <laughs> but eventually they all decided to watch it in the end. It's a great movie. It really is. <laughs> Gosh. It was raining badly, so bad that there were a few hints of thunder of a thunderstorm. Wow. Again. I mean, sorry. <laughs> 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 the members didn't mind the terrible weather apart from one, Changbin. Okay, how did I choose two stories where a member is afraid of thunder? <laughs> All right. Changbin didn't mind the rain. It was the thunder that made his body go tense. His mind flashed back to the incident that happened before he entered DayYP. Changbin, I'm so excited for you, his mother cheered. Thank you, Mom, Changbin smiled. Make Mom. sure you look after yourself, kiddo, his father spoke, glancing at his son through the rear view mirror, then turning his attention back onto the road. It was raining and dark, sounds of thunder in the distance. The So family were on the way to the JYP building. They knew they should have waited until the weather cleared, but they were too excited. It all happened so fast. One minute, Changbin was happily speaking with his parents, and the next minute, a thunderbolt struck right in front of them. Changbin's father was startled and lost focus of everything. His mind was blank as his hands turned the wheel, causing the car to go right into a tree. Changbin's mother had survived the crash, but unfortunately, his father didn't. (gasps) I did not expect this wow. after all the ones that we just read. He's just not afraid of thunder. He has trauma. Yeah. Goodness. That's good reason to be afraid of thunder. Yeah. Gosh. Changbin shook his head, trying not to think of the past. Chan was beside the mail, a little worried when he noticed the scarred, scared look on his Changbin's face. Binny, are you... What? I'm sorry. Just every time I see Binny for Changbin, yeah. I just get so soft inside because <laughs> that is just such a cute Okay. Binny, are you okay? Chan was interrupted when the male beside him suddenly stood up. Sorry, guys, but I'm feeling really tired. I'm going to go to sleep. Night. All the members said a good night, apart from Chan, who worriedly watched the shorter walk back into his shared room. Chan didn't know what to do. He wanted to follow Changbin and comfort him, but he also knew that Changbin preferred to be alone whenever he was scared or overwhelmed. However, Chan got distracted when the TV suddenly turned off. Jisung, why'd you turn it off? Jungin whined. What do you mean? Jisung exclaimed. I didn't do anything. You have the remote, Mail spoke. <laughs> but I didn't touch it. I can't find it either, Jisung said, using his hands to try to find the remote as the room was now pitch black. Pitch black? Pitch black. Blue blazer black? Blue blazer black? <laughs> Can someone please turn on the lights? Jisung asked, still looking for the remote. 
Felix got up and switched it on, confused when the room didn't light up. He kept flicking the switch, but nothing happened. The lights aren't turning. I can picture Felix like... The lights aren't turning back on, so I guess it's a blackout. Everyone groaned as they got up and looked for torches. Okay. That's what they call flashlights in some countries. Wow. Intense. (laughs) After a minute or two, Sungmin and Minho found four torches. They gave the other two torches to Chan and Hyunjin. Wait, wait, Felix spoke. Is it me? Do I hear crying? The members went quiet for a few seconds before they all bursted into Chungbin's room. Binny? The short male was crouched in a ball, hugging his knees tightly, and his head was buried in his arms. His body was shaking, and sobs escaped his mouth. All the members crowded around Chungbin, trying to calm him down. At some point, Sungmin realized what was wrong before turning on his phone and opening YouTube. He pulled out his headphones, plugged them into his phone, and placed the earbuds inside Changbin's ears before playing a playlist of some songs that will hopefully calm the older down. The members stopped talking when they realized what Sungmin was doing. Hyunjin, who was beside the crying male, slowly placed Changbin's head onto his lap and let the third oldest slowly fall to sleep whilst playing with Changbin's hair. When Changbin was calm and asleep, Chan carefully picked up him bri- p- p- picked, picked him up, picked him up bridal style, and placed the younger on his bed. They Our all bridal style this episode. <laughs> they all then agreed that they would all stay in Changbin and Sungmin's room. Jungin and Felix cuddled on Sungmin's bed whilst everyone else slept on the floor, obviously with a large mattress, blankets, and cushions. They also one by one gave a small kiss to Changbin, either on the head or cheek, and a good night before they all tucked in and fell asleep, deciding to talk to Changbin tomorrow. And that's the end. <laughs> I love that so much. Just a little spice of trauma in that one. I know, <laughs> but the way they all cared for him. So I also love things like that. I mm-hmm. once read this one fic one time where it was like that, but it was Jungkook. Mm. Um, it wasn't like that. It was also relationshipy, but like, <laughs> um, but just the way that like fans of groups can like write the members' likeness like that and yeah. how they would care for the said member in a moment like that is just always so endearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ah! so great. So and very great. real. Yeah, and very real. <laughs> Your Felix voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry, dirty. Anyway. Anyway. Thanks for joining us this week. Yeah. I'm so tired, but <laughs> that concludes this episode, y'all. If you'd like to find us in between episodes, you can at K-pop Pillow Talk, all one word, all lowercase, on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you like us and want to let us know, please leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or whatever other listening service that allows you to do so. And with that, thanks for listening to this episode of K-pop Pillow Talk. I'm Millie. I'm Tay. What a hey. What a hey. I want to take a shower now. Ha <laughs> ha